Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are covering Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> oh how many times are we gonna do that <laughs> oh it's 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 a dumb name but it's real fun to say <laughs> <laughs> it's all about how honestly i'm of the opinion it's all about how you say it because they say like they kind of open on the top of this bit where like the kid grabs it he's like you want me to say shazam and he says it with like so like no no enthusiasm in his voice. And then you get to the end and they're like, Shazam! And you're like, oh, I just want to scream that into the streets for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, I think the movie does a good job of taking the viewer on that journey of being like, this is the dumbest word in the world. But then by the end, it's super fun. Like, I think that's also the arc of the movie. Oh, right? yeah. It's like, I think this they is, do a great job doing that. I think this it's is real really successful. Dumb, <laughs> but it's going to be real fun by the end of it. You're going to be shouting it. You're going to be shouting Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course. A, uh, and uh, this is, of course, a, uh, a superhero movie. It is also a, uh, a Christmas movie, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Christmas movie in February. Because, you know, fuck it. No rules, everybody. There's absolutely... Do you... You peg this as a as well, a I mean, Christmas it, movie. It all takes place at Christmas, is my point. Like, ah, oh, I just never. I, I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you, Craig. <laughs> it legitimately, even with even with the Santa appearances three times, it is just <laughs> registering to me right now that this this happened at Christmas. Like in this moment, real time, at no point did I did my mind acknowledge that, and, I, and I'm and I'm a little scared right now because I'm like, why not though? You literally the, the climactic battle at like I forget what it was called, but it was like basically the Philadelphia Christmas Village. At no point. <laughs> Did that register to me? Because I think maybe it was just too nice outside for me. Like, as a Canadian, I was like, well, that's not Christmas. <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah. You know enough. what I mean? You're not kicking through, like, 10 feet of snow in a, in a snowsuit. You could barely bend your legs in. This can't be Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, uh, even though this is filmed in Toronto. Very uh, clearly filmed in Toronto. Oh, it is so distracting, Rebecca. It it is. is. It's like, because they filmed this very close to my house. 
Uh, so like, oh, that I, checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize the streets, but I don't know from where, like, I just know I've been down a street that's remarkably similar to it. It, I, it took me so long to watch this movie because I literally kept pausing and trying to read street signs to figure out where they were. Like that's I how just, close it was to my house. <laughs> I didn't know where any of it was, but I knew I was like, I've gotten off at the subway stop to go to a shitty open mic. Like I, yeah, I know I've returned <laughs> to that spot emotionally defeated at least once. There has been <laughs> growth and feelings in these areas. Yeah. Oh, there's a few scenes where I was like, I think I've hung out in that alley. Like I think I know. Uh, that's that a sentence alley. you always want to yeah. say to yourself. Hey, oh, yeah, 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 I've definitely yeah, yeah. hung out in that alley. That's something comedians do. If you don't know I that, know. is yeah, hang out in alleys. We are we are absolute monsters. We're cats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out at night. Um, but for those of you who have not seen the movie, uh, basically what it is is. Um, it's uh, about uh, Billy Batson, a, a young uh, kid in foster care uh, who is trying to find his mother who he uh, got left at a, at, a, at a carnival at one point, and he thinks his mother's still out there, but he's in foster care. He keeps running away, and uh, he basically ends up being selected by a magician uh, to take up the mantle of Shazam! Uh <laughs> Uh, this like kind of superhero magic user to be the the champion and the protector to stop these um, well the seven deadly sins or whatever uh, and uh, he it's kind of also about found family his foster uh, kids uh, his foster siblings end up teaming up with him at the end which is a really great thing to defeat the bad guy uh, who uh, I think we can both agree done real dirty right oh oh I have. So much to pinch. <laughs> we got some weird theories, some weird ideas. I think we're going to get to an interesting place with this movie. Pretty abstract. Get ready yeah. for the abstract in this. But one thing that I do love and we love on this podcast, it starts with the villain. Starts with the villain. You yum, know that's going to be a, that's we love be a it. villain. <laughs> Villain-centric movie, you know, it's going to be easy to argue. Like, my my blood pressure drops about, like, two points whenever I see that the movie starts with a villain. I was like, oh, this movie is doing the work for us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we will, of course, get to uh, who we think the villain of the movie is in a minute. But first, uh, we want to thank the sponsor for today's episode, Virtual Game Night. Uh Guys, this is a really fun sponsor. We're really happy to have them. Um, this is basically like online pub trivia done over Zoom. Like it is, and it is so so fun. We got to do uh, we got to do a couple um, trial runs at it, and it, it kind of feels like pub trivia, doesn't it? Rebecca? It does. Like, it really does, and it feels like something that like if you're looking for something for like um, you know your staff party. Or something like that. Like, this is just a really cool, fun, casual time. Um, there's, like, a lot. And it's, I, again, I we've said this a few times, but it really doesn't. It's not, like, regular trivia where you have to know facts. It's always facts. What facts do you know? Facts fall out of my head. Okay? <laughs> facts don't stay in my head. But there's, like, real-time stuff that you can watch. Like, we talk about Emoji Showdown. Um, there's uh, Spelling Hornet, where it's, like, an intense spelling bee. So if you're really good at spelling, there's um, just, like, observation rounds, where it's, like, watch this video. 
what were those two ladies wearing? Was it leopard print or cheetah? Oh no, <laughs> what's the difference between leopard print and cheetah? Yeah, absolutely. And and the best part is is that all those things can like if if you hate spelling, if you hate spelling, you can work with uh, virtual game night to figure out what you like and customize those rounds for you and 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 your company or your friends. They they do they they've done shows for like from 2 to like 1000 people, right? So it works on any scale. It's really fun. Um and they've done them for big companies. Like they've they've done stuff for Adobe, Google, Ford, Home Depot, uh Goldman Sachs, Bank of America. Like these are big companies, but also we did it sitting in our <laughs> living rooms as a podcast network, right? Talking and it shit. Worked, yeah. <laughs> And it works uh, for everybody. You get a professional MC who's live on the call with you, interacting with you. Uh, so it's 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 really fun. And if you're looking to uh, spice up your Zoom calls, I absolutely suggest it. So guys, if you want to turn your next uh, virtual gathering into a virtual game night, visit virtualgamenight.live slash villain and book your completely free one-to-one demo and consultation. And when you're ready to book, take 20% off the price of any game night package with code villain20. That's villain20. So join over six thousand other players who have livened up their zoom calls by making your next virtual event a virtual game night at virtualgamenight.live slash villain uh, and enter code villain20 to take 20% off the price of any game night package thank you very much virtual game night for sponsoring us and now who did you peg as a villain of this movie <laughs> <laughs> Was it's, it was it It's so hard to choose. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Sometimes we struggle. Sometimes there's many villains. <laughs> but well actually I would say maybe there's more than one villain in this movie, but there's very clearly one main villain which is our doctor and we start He's so he's for me he's so easy to defend because we start with him. Yep. As a child, which oh, oh, you start with a little childhood trauma, man. I get you know what I mean. You just start going, yeah, okay, yeah. this isn't so gonna he, go. Good. He's in the car with his parents at mm-hmm. Christmas. Uh, I will point that. Out. <laughs> and uh, his brother and his dad are basically like shit talking him being like be a man you're you're worthless you're not a man or whatever and then he just gets abducted to this wizard thing out of the back of the car right yeah and is told uh within like maybe a minute he's gone maybe a minute being like hey by the way magic real uh uh where you gotta you gotta prove yourself to be worthy oh you failed back into the car and now your dad's paralyzed and like you know, because because you, you quite rightly freaked out about being transported to another place. I just okay. The thing, one of the things, and there's many things that I couldn't get past in this movie for this villain, where I was like, oh, like this is not fair at all <laughs> at any moment. Is he says very specifically to a child, "You will never be pure of heart." <laughs> oh no, dude. Okay, and I'm saying like. If you 
If you told me that as an adult, like if somebody pointed to me in the street today and was like, you'll never be pure of heart. As an adult, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like I get that. And like um, yeah, that we, information. We've crossed some lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that information already checks out. Like I already agree with you. Yes. Okay. I am not pure of heart. I try. We try and be pure of heart, but we know we're not. Okay. We know as adults, we have faults. You're saying to a child, okay, 1974, okay, all this kid probably watches is programs about being pure of heart, okay? Every cartoon in 1974, okay, every children's program, I feel like it was just about being good and trying, you know what I mean? Like this, that's what's uh, geared towards you. You show up, you learn magic is real, this guy tells you one of the biggest insults you can tell a child. I'm that I'm of the opinion that's a huge insult to a child. Right, which also reinforces what he's been told by his parent, like by his dad or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then we have these statues telling you this guy's lying to you. This guy that just met you is lying to you. That's a valid argument. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe. <laughs> like <laughs> I just met you. Maybe. And they're like, hey, like. Look what maybe we could do together. We're already inside your head. Okay, and that's something else to note. That guy, huge dick. Okay, and I'm going to go into more why he's a huge dick. I think he's actually kind of like the original Shazam. Oh, the wizard? Way more of a villain than anybody else in this movie. Yes, of course. (laughs) Yes, I'm with you 100%. In certain senses, yes. Okay, other than I would say our, like, seven cents. Our seven cents is obviously the ultimate villain in which I I believe indefensible because they're... Like, they represent evil. (laughs) Right, they're just like... Yeah, they're they're embodied uh, killing machines, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Demons possessing people, yeah. Can you imagine trying to make a life decision off of a 30 second presentation. Um, this guy has given no information. You know what I mean? Can you imagine walking in and being like, Hey bitches, um, you gotta, we're going to lock you into this mascara pyramid scheme. I need $10,000 right now or you're out. And it's like, well, maybe we need a better pitch than this. I don't have any information. I need a little more. What do you mean? <laughs> right, exactly. And that, that analogy works even better if you don't know what mascara is. Yes! <laughs> yes, if, if you've if, never heard of mascara and you're like, why? <laughs> if in your entire life you had never seen anybody with big, luscious eyelashes, <laughs> dark, <laughs> l- dark, well-done uh, eyelashes, and then they're like, by the way, pyramid scheme involving mascara and you'd be like what sorry what is mascara i have questions i have questions yes you met kids they've thousands of questions this is yes and and the test is bullshit too because like you walk into this room yes you walk into this room Mm -hmm. and you're like magic is real i'm looking for a champion Mm -hmm. then there's a little stone over there's like hey grab me i i have all the power you're like oh okay at no point was it explained to you that the stone was bad. At no point are the seven deadly sins explained to you and what they do or what they want to accomplish. At no point is like, they'll try and get in your head, but resist it. Right. At no point is any of this explained at all. This is a, this is a travesty of onboarding is what it is. Rebecca. <laughs> to me, it, it almost like it feel. Okay. It would have been a much better plan if there was some sort of incognito way that you could figure this out, 
okay? Because there's generally speaking, most of the time there's kind of like a trial or fuck, dude, just give this kid a mood bracelet or something. Like just, you know what I mean? Just like allow this to happen where they don't know that magic exists. Like you don't open them up to a world that their mind was maybe not ready for. Decide if they're pure of heart first and then go, hey, I have found you to be pure of heart. Do you want to do this? I'm not going to show up to somebody's house, knock on their door, invite myself in, say, I'm looking to hire somebody, take 30 seconds in that room and be like, actually, you know what? Not right for the job, girl. Gotta go. Gotta leave. Thanks for the cookies. Okay, you can't do that. I didn't know I was applying for this job. You pull me out of this car and then... Instead of giving like some sort of like transitional period where it's like like in the Matrix where they're like, hey, um, sometimes the mind rejects this information. <laughs> People need a second. No, no, we're shipping this kid right back into his car. <laughs> no amnesia. No, no, like, amnesia. no, no. Oh, it's, men in black them. Magic. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> And like that's the thing is so th- the, this Dr. Thaddeus guy grows up with this information, uh, ded- dedicates his entire life to it, and we see him interviewing dozens and dozens and dozens of people yeah. who this has this exact thing has happened to. So this wizard is just going all willy nilly, and 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 he mentions that he's got a seeking spell, and he's like, "Find me a worthy champion uh, seeker spell. Find me a worthy champion. I don't care how long it takes." This is like 20, 30 years that this spell is going on with this this one wizard on his last leg, right? Only force of nature stopping these monsters from coming back. I think it's even more. It's like, yeah. uh, it's 1974. Oh, shit. And they say present day, and this movie was released in, I think, like 2019. Oh, yeah. So this is like, that's like. What is that? I can't do that. I gotta get a calculator out to do that. Seventy-four. Oh, it's like it's like forty-five years. Forty-five years. Ridiculous. Do you know how many kids this has happened to it in that time? And, and and the spell is working. The spell is bringing him people who will be champions. And he's just this wizard is being a picky ass bitch. <laughs> Shut like, it no, down. <laughs> I do not want to give my power to them because everyone keeps touching the the power stone that. Uh, Okay, here, here, uh, a little trial here for you, Rebecca. Mm. You show up in a room and you're like, hi, I'm looking for someone to give all my power to, right? Let's just say that that doesn't strike you as weird. And then you're like, but you need to prove yourself worthy. And then, then there is a button on it that says take power. What are you going to do? <laughs> also, you're going to be like, oh, so I press this to get your power? And you go, no, you failed the test. Like, what the fuck is it? Like, that's a... It is just basic human psychology to say, if you tell somebody don't do something, it's all they can think about and it's all they want to do now. Um, in the in the sense of, like, if there's a button on a wall, because, like, like you said, like a button on the wall that says, don't press this button, and somebody, eh, you're going to want to press it, like, 1,000 times more <laughs> than if there's no sign at all. If there's no note, there's no nothing, you just be like, ask, wonder what's that for, right? The second somebody tells you not to do something, it is so much more enticing to do it. Yeah. And this guy's being like, no, don't touch that magic thing. <laughs> and the other things are, yeah, maybe, maybe you should touch it. Because this guy is also outnumbered seven to one. <laughs> You've got seven voices in your head telling you to do it. And this one guy you just met going, 
who also insulted you, <laughs> who just said, nah, you're not pure hearts. <laughs> because hey, I wanted to touch the glowing magic ball. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If I was being mentally abused on the daily, uh, yeah, I'd probably have a couple of dark thoughts rolling around. You know what I mean? This guy can't get it together. You try and search for somebody for 45 years, but you can't get a little training program happening. Oh. Rebecca, believe me, I came up with one. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> okay, first of all, you know me. I'm creating PDFs. I'm creating brochures. I'm like, <laughs> it's it's going to be like, hey, so you just learned magic is real. What are the implications for the universe? And what is magic's role in this? Right? I've got a little kit. It's got a mug. You know what I mean? One of those complimentary mugs made with the lid so you don't spill anything. It's got a lanyard in it. The kids show up. It's like, hey. Here's the seeking spell. This is what's happened. Here's a brief history on wizards. What's going on? The three evils. Take this little welcome package. We'll come around in about a week. Let me know if you've got any questions. Real quick sit down. Got Mm -hmm. any questions about magic? Mm -hmm. Got anything about this? Is this something that you're willing to do? Okay. You don't want to do this. You like your life as it is. We've uh, we've eliminated those people, right? Now we've just got a tight group. By the way, we're doing many people all at once, right? We've got to find somebody. There's There are six other positions that need to be filled here. We're doing some group interviews, you know? And you go, okay, uh, here, here are the people who are now interested in the position and who have qualified for the position. They are now have information about what magic is and what their responsibilities are and how magic works in the world. Now what we're going to do is now this is what we're going to call the uh, the uh, the the um, pure of heart test, everybody. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you a little bit of magic, not tons, just enough that like you can do one or two things. And we're going to set you out in the world for like a week, two weeks, right? Okay. So we're going to judge how, <laughs> like what sort of things ah. you're going to use that magic for, mm. right? And then we're going to come back and we're going to discuss, like, you okay, know, here's a, where I'm going to disagree ways. with you, though. OK, I was really, really up with you. I, I, I totally agreed with you up until the very last point, because that last point is the biggest formula for supervillains I've ever heard. You're going to give somebody a little bit of magic and then take it away if they're not good. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but I mean, like really little amounts of magic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, yep. like. Like the ability, like just so that you could see, like if somebody uses it to get out of trouble or for selfish reasons or whatever. And then if they don't fail, since this is a secret organization, you just find some spell that will wipe their memory. That's got to be a thing. Like if magic exists, you could wipe. If you could shoot lightning bolts out of your fingers, you can make somebody forget that there's a secret magic society, right? Oh, you well, I think we could, you wouldn't even need the presentation then. You could just be operating business as usual. Because the biggest problem I have with this guy is that he's taking these people and then shipping them out back into the world to whatever they were doing moments ago. They're completely flipped out now. And, and they were claiming it as like some sort of like mass hysteria or whatever. You can't do that. <laughs> you just can't do that. I mean, you can if because this is this is one plot point where I had like a little I had like a little bit of problem with it was that we live in this universe because it's the DC universe, right? Yeah, we Batman established and that Batman exists, exists and and uh, Superman exists, and not in like a 
uh, not in a comic booky way, in a real way, where these are are people within this universe actively going out and assisting in crimes. Or not in, in, assisting in crimes, no. <laughs> no, like uh, getting the bad guys. God. Crime fighting, yeah. Yeah, crime fighting. That's the word that I was looking for and having <laughs> a problem with for some reason. They're out there in the crime fighting, okay? So... Maybe not with Batman. I think the easy argument, you know, Batman doesn't have magic. Everything's like, everything makes sense. Okay. Um, Superman exists, which means there would be other, uh, other superheroes in this universe. So I think we kind of already lived in, like all these people live in a world where magic and superpowers and these things already kind of exist. But every person that drops into this place is like no magic like magic doesn't exist do you do you see where i'm having a problem with it or yeah. am i making it way more complicated no than no, no i understand what you're saying so you're kind of saying like uh it's not that remarkable that magic exists because we have superheroes <laughs> yeah like we're already in a weird universe where people can fly and you know right. people do shoot things out of their fingers or whatever there's super villains even that have like a different you know multitude of abilities and what have you so I just think, I'm like, if these people don't know that there's magic, which it does kind of seem like they kind of prompt it like that, like these people feel crazy afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, like this guy's a huge villain. <laughs> you've, you've, you know, ruined a lot of lives with this. And this guy and his pursuit of this over 45 years is like, yeah, I get that. I get why you would be obsessed with this and latch on to this because all you did was get mentally abused by your father and your brother every day, clearly every day. I think we, I think I can make that safe assumption that it's been every day. This kid has been going through this. You realize magic exists and you in your child's mind are like, maybe I can take a tiny bit of control over my life and myself and my destiny. And then somebody's like, nah, you're not pure of heart. Hit the trap door. <laughs> Get rid of them. <laughs> We're going to dunk you in slime on your yeah, way out too. <laughs> like, like you can't do that on television or, uh -oh or whatever. Uh, <laughs> just insult to injury. Yeah. Yes. Because you know, you know who shouldn't have power is the people being abused all the time. Like that's, you know, like that's basically what the lesson is, is like, hey, you're in a bad situation. Uh, we can't trust you with power. Like we can't give you anything, little boy, to get out of the bad situation that you're in or take control of your life because you're not pure enough for it. Of course, you're going to dedicate your life to being like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get that. I'm going to I'm going to satisfy that, fill that hole in me or whatever. To even convince yourself it was real. Yeah. I think to even just affirm because he, I understand that the plot line is very much that this guy very much believes this is real and never faltered. But you have to imagine there's got to be a one percent <laughs> in your head going, ah, maybe that was something else. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm a little crazy. Yeah, maybe I'm a little crazy. And okay, so the test is bullshit. We know that, yes. right? And and. To compound that is the fact that Billy Batson does not need to pass it, right? Because yep. by the time he gets brought in there, it's literally last-ditch effort. 
it's like the spell's going to bring one more boy to you, and you got to transfer that power because that wizard is fucking dying. At which point he shows him a very informative, like, minute, two-minute explanation of what's going on, okay? <laughs> like, the last time this happened, just so you know, the guy turned bad and, like, civilizations fell. I was like, right. where was this visual help for anybody else. I was like, I think if you showed a kid that, they might be a little more pure of heart, I think. If I I think if people understood the levels and the and what might be going on here instead of like, yeah, like a weird wizard at like the edge of a bridge being like, answer my riddles three. <laughs> like, but why? What's at the other side? Let me know. Like, I need more information. Yeah, so he ends up giving it to Billy, all yeah. this power, but then once again, does not explain anything <laughs> about what is happening. Yeah, he leaves they- it all to Billy to figure out. He doesn't, okay, the, the main thing is that he is a boy, and when he says Shazam, <laughs> he turns into a giant ripped superhero that can shoot lightning out of his fingers, okay? They don't even explain that. <laughs> no. <laughs> he is put out into the world being like, like, that's the on-off switch of the superhero. That's like handing a kid a gun and being like, go do good. I'm not going to tell you where the safety is. Yeah. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to... also not going to tell you what happens when you shoot a bullet into somebody. <laughs> yes. Like, you have no idea of the scope and scale of the things that can happen here. His his friend uh, Freddie, who is great, I love I love that I dynamic. Love every kid in this house. Yeah, it's so good. In that case you were wondering, that little girl is too fucking oh, cute. Darla? Like I could Darla? not handle it. Oh god! And spoiler at the end, where like they all become adult superheroes, like so well, so well acted for all of them. Like you, oh, you yeah. look at each one and you're like, oh, I understand what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. Like like to be the the same physicality and uh stuff as the younger kids it's great uh i think um uh freddie's older guy uh old uh old uh orange cat not orange county uh uh what's the oh the 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 the, the very important show teen drama show why can't i think of this the not, not, oh, oh oh i can't even think of his name or the show i'm blanking completely who, here who, 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 who? sorry uh, i lost your g <laughs> freddie's older one that the uh oh the, uh the oc Yossi, thank you. Yes, Orange <laughs> I County. Like, That's, I was close. I was close. About? Yeah. He's the perfect casting for that. God, he truly are... is. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's really great. I, I thought all the kids were really well cast, really super cute. Um, just as a side note, super fun movie. <laughs> like, I yeah. really enjoyed the rewatch. I hadn't watched it in a while. The only thing I remembered about this movie was how upset I was about his mom. <laughs> That's all I remembered is that when the mom showed up at the beginning, I instantly was like, I don't remember anything about this movie except for that she abandons him and it's on purpose. Yeah, that's And I was dramatic. like, ah, to say, okay, like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, I mean, they paint a very good picture of why it's like, okay, she's 17 her obviously her uh, partner went to jail, which is something that's sprinkled in in another moment in the movie. Yep. I can understand freaking out for sure. 
don't freak out in this way. <laughs> this is not the way. <laughs> I like, I just, it is honestly the most heartbreaking part of this movie. And it breaks my heart every time. I'm like, Oh, I can't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a real heartbreak. Cause his, Billy's entire, he's so invested in this, right? Like that's his thing. It's like, that's why he keeps running away. Cause he's running away to find this. And, but, but it is what also brings me around to be like, this is found family. And like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to call this foster home home. And these are going to be my, like, it turns them around, but yeah, it's I, my one quibble with it is, uh, I don't think you can just give up kids that way. <laughs> like, like, it's not like she left him on the, the, the doorstep of a fire hall or hospital or church or something like that as a baby. Like this kid was old enough that he knew his name was Billy Batson and he knew who his mom was and she lost him at a carnival and then saw him with a cop and was just like, no, that's fine. You're happier. with Like they're going to track you down. Like she had an address. You know what I mean? Like she, she, like you can't just like not pick up a kid and then they'd be like, I guess you're adopted now. Yeah, I don't know. You know I what I mean? Like maybe I'm wrong, but I'm like, I feel like they lose people all the time. No, I think, okay, I think you, I don't think, but then she ends up living like three blocks from him. Yeah, like she she's never left. Name. She never left the city though. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, the alternate of this is like he just sees his mom in like the grocery store, like knocking on watermelons or something just being like is this one right yeah Um, but but like at some point someone would have found her and she would have had to like one probably face charges for like not abandonment yeah abandonment and then at the very least sign something up saying that you're giving the kid up for adoption right Yeah, i honestly i have i have truly no idea how it works I just know you shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, no, <laughs> that's not the thing. Although to say, uh, the foster power parents, like they wrote them. So like, I'm like, they're almost too, they're too perfect. Like they're just so like, ah, they're very take good me people, in yeah. your family. <laughs> they're so cute and so nice. I love it so much. Um, I kind of wanted to get to a weirder defense I have for our villain later on in the movie because he does commit murder. And yeah. I want to speak to this <laughs> because <laughs> because upon watching it, I was like, oh, like, you know, not here to defend murder ever. Um, but what I will say, my my pitch here is that he is as soon as he takes the eye, he is fundamentally not in control anymore. Mm, yes. And we can see that. And I think I, I, I think this works out this way because we see that later when um, they're trying to draw out all of the uh, out all each of the sins from his body because they realize like, oh, we can kind of divide and conquer. And this guy doesn't have power if these guys aren't in there, which means that not only are they the the source of the power, but they control the power. Okay. Secondarily, um, when the, when they're up on the rooftop and he's trying to get the last one out, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, like, Envy's so small. Like, he's not, he, we haven't seen him yet, this kind of thing. If the doctor had any control, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have cared. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. You just wouldn't have cared, okay? If somebody's speaking to it, like, if I had, like, all these entities in my body and I had total control over them, wouldn't bother me. You can shit on Envy all day. This guy's just screaming in my head. He's kind of pissed, but, like, I know what you're doing, okay? But he clearly doesn't have any control because the Envy leaves without him. Without yeah, his decision, he's literally floating. Okay, like, leaves him to potentially die. If he was, like, literally a foot further off of this roof, he would have just fallen to his death, and that thing probably wouldn't care. <laughs> yep, no, that's that's true. And I think there is some some hint there that, like, the 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 sin that, like, best suits what your fault is is kind of, like, the one that it happened to you because, like, he envied the power that, should, like, the wizard had and, and envied that control. Therefore, like, envy was the one that stuck with him. And, like, his father was, like, greed. You can have him because he was, like, this big head of the corporation who cared more about money than his son. Like, so I feel like there was, like, a subtlety there that, like, didn't really play out. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like the, each one didn't really have a goal other than like kind of chaos and destruction, you know? Yeah. And I think another important point is, is that these things can communicate with him even when they're out of his body. Right. Like at the first scene where we see this kid in there, like they're literally like, some of it is out loud, but some of them are like, literally they're in his head already. Whispering. Yeah. Whispering, all these sorts of things. If you, yeah, I think this guy, and when they end on him in solitary confinement, I'm like, oh, oh, I don't know if that's where we should be sending that person. <laughs> I'm not saying that it, within these rules, I'm like, yeah, like clearly within the rules of uh, this this society, I was like, yeah, I mean, he murdered a bunch of people. He's got to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. He, and he I don't think he's, he's, and a negative point is uh, I don't think he's super remorseful. No, no, I that's also true. I don't think he cares that he did kill those people. So I do think he is, he has villainous aspects to him. And there's certain things that I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to defend that. That was definitely bad. But there, you can see the lead up and you're like, no, I get it. <laughs> and I well, think I get he has and a he, lot less control than, than you would assume. Right. And to that point, right, where you're like, he doesn't have power once those things take over him. So really his arc in this is, um, I was shown that, magic exists and that I was a potential candidate for this. Um, I've dedicated my whole life to learning about it and figuring it out so I could go back there and take that power. But he does not know and nor has he ever been told what that power is. He just thinks by taking that eye that he will control that power, at which point he loses control completely to these things and he's basically at their whim. So maybe, so his resentment to his father and his brother for being mean to them manifests in what the sins going to this office and like murdering a, a boardroom full of people. Quite grisly, as a matter of fact. In fact, that's one. That's the one scene where I really, really, really feel is tonally wrong for the movie. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of funny that you said that because it actually. It's the one scene where I'm like, oh, if this scene wasn't in here, I would stamp my stamp of approval on this guy all day. This villain, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're not even. Without that scene, borderline not even a villain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it does. It is, you know what? I didn't even think about it that way when I was watching it. But now that you've said it, I think you're absolutely correct because there's so 
this movie is so fun and so quirky and campy and like it's it's kids being superheroes like it is what it sounds like and it's it's written really well and yeah i would agree with you that that scene seems oddly placed yeah because really i think actually violent like, for the rest of the movie when i saw this in the theater i think i was like you know what this would be a really good one to do on the villain was right because like he's got and then that scene popped up and i was like this might be a little harder than I thought, you know, because we were, we well, were yeah, cowards yeah. back then and we wouldn't. We were <laughs> <laughs> We've grown stronger now, Rebecca. We, we know our powers. Stronger. We know how we can warp people's words. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, like, I just I wanted the he you can have that scene, too, where you can have it be like, I'm going to go and confront my father and my brother but it needs to be more kid friendly. And I don't know what version that is, whether or not he just goes there and scares them and shows that he's a big man now. And look, I've got demons and like they're, they're cowering under their desks. Mm. But like, as soon as you have people like these monsters actually biting people's heads off and like blood splattering on the windows and like people, like innocent people being like thrown out of windows. And there was that one woman in the room who gets like licked by the, uh, one of them, and I was like, "That's just good. like it was so dark." And then you jump to um, what's his face, uh, Zachary Levi, in a big suit that's like lit up, like being like <laughs> lightning hands, lightning hands. Uh, <laughs> like it's a, it's too big of a, like it needed to be a fun kids villain, a villain who's gonna get you rather than kill people, right? I think so. I think if that scene was more like he, even if it was still kind of, you were in the realm of, of like, oh, like we have, a, you know, they're hostages or smacked them around a little bit, but we didn't see it, you know, something. Sure. Or mind, okay. You know what would have been great? Mind control. Like these creatures are going to mind control you and like become your legion or whatever. Ah, and then that needs to be stopped yeah. because then they're not being hurt and it's just like mm. a means to an end. But like biting people's heads off, you're like, yeah, you, you kind of got to get stopped. It's like, I feel like that's like, like 90% of the plot lines on Sailor Moon. <laughs> I started watching Sailor Moon and I was like, oh, so every episode there's just a new item that's will will make the wearer possessed and mind controlled and every every episode is the, just them getting rid of that thing and i just it kills me um but yeah i would agree with that that actually uh kind of segues into something i'd like to bring up because there's a point in this movie that i was like that's very interesting to me and mm. i think to uh the nature of this podcast um it's brought up this idea that certain powers lend themselves more to villainy than others. So he says, like, invisibility oh. is kind of more of an evil, like something a villain would have or a trait a villain would use. Um, and I thought that was an interesting concept of just, like, that certain powers might mean certain, like, might be more equipped for evil than others. Oh, and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on a few because um, the more I looked at some of them, the more I was like, actually, yes, and I would agree with that. Okay, so what? Which ones jump out as you as to you as supervillain powers? Because like this is kind of like this is blindsight. This is real interesting, but like I can't think of one right now. That's telepathy. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Telepathy yeah, yeah. to yep. me is a fundamentally evil power, no matter who has it. 
Because human beings, if I'm thinking something and I want you to know it. You, you, you say it. <laughs> I say it to you because I have a mouth. Okay. Um, if you enter my mind, I have not given you consent for that. That's like, honestly, one of my biggest fears is like, that exists. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't mean, nobody else should be rolling around in here. <laughs> Trust. Okay. Um, Just a do not enter sign with some cobwebs over. Yeah. That's, I would say telepathy. I've got, okay. So I wrote down a few just to like kind of discuss whether we thought they were good or bad. Yeah. Um, telepathy, so telepathy I'll give you because it, it robs agency of people. Yes. Teleportation. Yeah. Mm, I mean, the less problem is I can for me. less uh, because like I can think of Nightcrawler and stuff like that who have it, uh, who do good, you know, I think it's more of a, I would call it other. a neutral. Like we could really go either way on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, invisibility, which is brought up in the movie. Mm, yeah. Again, I think that's neutral because like there's the invisible woman. And, like, no, I still, that. I still geared more towards that could be, I think that could be used for much more evil than good. Fair enough. Um, superhuman strength. Well, that's good. That's Superman. That's Shazam. That's uh, that's the X Men. That's everything. Okay. Uh, Shape shifting. Uh, oh, generally evil. I would say. I'm thinking Clayface. I'm thinking Mystique. I'm thinking. It's once again. It's it's kind of robbing people of their ability to to trust, like. It's being deceptive. Is yes. What it is. Yeah. It's deception. It is. Yeah. Because basically, what you've done is you said mind control and uh, the two that really jumped out at me: mind control and shape shifting are mm-hmm. deception and uh, or sorry, they're manipulation and deception. Yeah. Okay. Um, flying. Well, that's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. right? Like Superman. That. Fucking Batman can fly sometimes. He's got to use like a suit to do it, but yeah. he can do it. All right. Uh, hypnosis. Oh, see, that's evil. Right yeah. again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're, yeah. we're really on the same page with a lot of these. And this is the last one that I want to talk about because you've you've um, kind of pinpointed Superman a few times on a, a couple of powers where you're like, well, yeah, Superman has that, so that's good. X-ray vision. Ah, uh, okay. So that is, I'm going to put that as neutral Mm, see i'm gonna say a strong evil for me on that one i think that's a villain power well okay so here's here's the thing to me is x-ray vision is it's controllable first of all so it's not like you know you just see through things all the time in Mm -hmm, which case mm -hmm, you you mm -hmm. know you're for sure running into walls um but so it's a choice and just like we have a choice of what to look at right we we have a choice of what windows to look into we have a choice of um what we see or what we do in order to, to, to see things. Right. Uh, so I think it goes just like, like that, right. It's, it's that you have the ability to do it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to use it for bad things because you still have that choice. Whereas I think mind control is inherently, uh, you can't choose to do that for good because no matter what you're taking someone's agency away. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just have like flashbacks to like Smallville where I'm like, 
this shouldn't be oh for sure anything and like, anybody owns this not, is for evil this is for bad okay you shouldn't be able to look into somebody's walls if they don't want their walls for a reason like you say you're like yeah anybody could look into a window and it's like yeah but at least i know the window is there i know it's there <laughs> you know it's there i know it's there if you're creating windows wherever the fuck you want this is a problem <laughs> And and I get it, and I think that's actually, like, not to get too far into it, but one of the things, the themes of this movie, and with Superman and everything, too, it's what you choose to do with the powers. So the powers, the power swings both ways in a lot of these ways, right? Like, super strength has also been used by supervillains a lot. Like, most supervillains have super strength, because it's fun to watch two strong people fight, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of villains that can fly. Uh, one that did jump out at me, though, as being particularly super villainish, and uh, I think this says more about what we think than anything else: super intelligence. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. What do you think? Where does it skew? Fuck. Generally, it skews evil. Right. Yes. Exactly, because they don't want people to be smart. We want people to be moral and good and obedient, right? Oh, Superman. That's dark. Superman oh, isn't. Man. Superman isn't smart. <laughs> Superman is good. Billy Batson is not smart. He is good. Thaddeus is smart. He is a doctor. He is smart, but he is not good. That's dark, right? That's fucking dark. <laughs> man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that is really true. I'm trying to think of somebody. Osmodius from uh, uh, Watchmen, smartest man in the world, ends up being the villain. Uh, there's, I, I think you'd be hard pressed. Doctor Doom, uh, again, a, an evil doctor. Well, yeah, because generally speaking, Doctor Octopus. The logical thing generally Brainiac. isn't the moral thing. Right. If you start looking at everything like it's numbers and you remove emotion, because that's always the, I think that's always the kind of like the movie trope. Or I, maybe in real life, I've no idea if they've done studies on this or whatever, but I, I, I'd be surprised if um, this concept of if you're extremely intelligent, you start lacking emotional intelligence. Like there these is people that. are very yeah. much presented as like cold, dismissive, you're not worth my time kind of people. And I mean, yeah. maybe they're right, <laughs> but but it's a it's a it's a characterization of intelligence is something to be feared, along with oh, yeah. physical physical disfigurement and all the rest, right? Like you think of the the traditional like. Uh, super genius like I've, he's got the scar on his eye he's like you know the hunchback the the, the evil monster or whatever mm-hmm. it's another one of those uh, tropes where it's like this is a signifier of what an evil person is they're smart they're smart don't trust the smart people don't trust people who are smart trust the good people <laughs> trust the strong good people is the message oh well it's a good thing I get so many things wrong in my day huh <laughs> I am just a morally upstanding citizen. (laughs) And we know that intelligence is bad because the wizard in this movie is so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) 
He can't, Dude, can't onboard anybody with the dam. I couldn't I handle this guy. I'm like, you've done this for 45 years. You're the Much last Much longer guy. than that, even. Well, yeah, because like this is the one we saw. Everybody else is dead. Okay. I hope so. You're, you're I the last I, person. You know, you're going to oh. just lower the standards a bit. Like, I'm not saying settle. But like, oh, yes. No, no, no. No, you should be settling. Let me just say settle, sir. Settle. Okay. If you've been single for 45 years and you're not enjoying it, settle. Time to time to lower those standards, girl. Does he need a job? Maybe not. Let's see. Okay. Let's start moving things around. Okay. If you really want to, that's all I'm saying. If you're fine with you, yeah, cruise on into the good night. I like that for you. But um, if you really, if you're desperate, you need somebody. Okay. I've been single for 45 years. And the problem is nobody's good enough. Oh, uh, no, girl. No. <laughs> I mean, they're not pure of heart. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be such an epic way to end a date, though. <laughs> Sorry, it's not going to work out. You're not pure of heart. <laughs> you offer them an arbitrary choice. It's like a green Jolly Rancher and a blue Jolly Rancher. Mm. And you're like, choose. Like, I'm sorry, you have chosen incorrectly. Yeah. You are not pure of heart. But this date has only been 30 seconds. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Why Magic haven't I is been real. given more time? <laughs> Magic is real. You prove wrong. I'm sorry. Back to to Bumble or whatever. I'm just a, I'm just a child, and my dad tells me I'm a fucking moron and a fuck up every day. I'm sorry. I have some dark thoughts sometimes. <laughs> just oh man, that's really dark. Wish there was something I could do with this with all my infinite magic power. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Back to your terrible family. <laughs> you know who's not pure of heart. That guy. <laughs> right. That guy is not even close to pure of heart. And I think the thing that also kind of trips me up is he kind of, he when he's going through this whole story, he's like, you know, we've fallen before. Like one of our champions went to the dark side, basically, like went to the other side. So I'm like, okay, so not only <laughs> have you not lowered your standards, but those standards weren't even good enough before. This hasn't been working out for you. Okay. Somebody that was claimed to be pure of heart fucked up. Maybe yeah. we need to change this up a bit. Maybe it shouldn't be. Are you pure of heart? Maybe it's like, I don't know. Whoever can run the do, fastest. I don't know. what. Do you have three is. good references? Yeah. <laughs> do you have friends? Do people like you in general? We might again, be able to work with you. This is a world where Batman and Superman exist. Presumably the Justice League exists as well. You know what I mean? Have a form a committee. Hey, Superman, who do you want to have superpowers? Yeah. Who who can give you the assist? Outsource you know what else would work shit. better? You're not an HR company. <laughs> Outsource the people finding. And you have to assume that they're picking kids specifically, right? Like it, the the whole idea is that it's it's you bring in a child. And I kind of thought and I maybe they mentioned it in the movie as to why I didn't catch if they did that. I don't think they did that. But my understanding was more like 
a kid is much more likely to have a pure heart. Right. Once you get to an adult, you've fucked up a bit. You know what I mean? Things have happened, okay? <laughs> <laughs> There's been some mistakes. Okay? Yeah, Rebecca, if you and I get called into that, it's going to be like, by the way, magic exists, and we'll be like, actually, you know what? Don't bother. We're not going to be pure at heart. We're not, um, no. So understanding this line of logic and going down further... Why wouldn't you just take a baby? <laughs> and I know that's uh, this isn't the best pitch, but why wouldn't you just get him? Because that's uncut. Okay, that kid, there's no way that kid has a bad soul. It's a baby. Okay, From the get-go, you can yes. be like... Because I'm here to tell you, okay, I'm not a therapist, but I'm almost positive a therapist would have the same answer, which is any kid's going to be a little <laughs> fucked up. Okay, there's already been time. Parents make mistakes. Okay, this isn't of like every parent's evil. It's like people make mistakes. Things happen. Um, every child's gonna be a little off. I think this is probably why you're having such a problem. Maybe lower the age. You know what I mean? And then train that baby. Maybe you have a bit more time because you're not whatever six thousand or however old you are now. Okay, we don't have this time crunch probably gonna be fine but it's like oh well they have to like choose it if that's the argument if the argument is they have to choose it none of these people are of the age of consent i'm sorry (laughs) none of them can legally get a job right now in most places they can't decide (laughs) all of this falls apart i honestly think this guy is truly the main villain (laughs) The wizard? Absolutely. Yes. I don't even think this is his full-time job. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is like he volunteered to take care of these seven deadly sins for a yeah. bit because because it was that thing that got tacked on and he completely forgot about it until it got to the bottom of his email list, right? It got buried and then he's like, oh shit. <laughs> This shit is due. The committee's meeting on this. It's about to expire, and I'm going to rush to put something together. Hey, we've all done it. You know what I mean? You're I telling wonder- me you've been you you telling me you've been fully prepared for every stand-up set you've ever done, Rebecca. <laughs> you've been telling me you haven't been running out the door, <laughs> throwing the pants on, being like, "I got to be downtown in 15 minutes." Oh yeah. <laughs> like, God, I said yes to that. <laughs> for sure. Oh. And I just love to think of a universe where. Not that this guy died, but that he got snapped back and now he's a permanent kid. Like he just, or not a permanent kid, but he goes back to wherever he, wherever he was at. And now he just lives that life. Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) Like he just. That's a happy ending for our wizard, right? Yeah, until he's watching the news one night and they're like, there's this phenomenon happening. All of these adults have gone insane. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's suddenly like, oh, shit, I forgot to tell that Billy kid that there would be a villain. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I forgot something. I also forgot to mention what his powers do. (laughs) I cannot get over the scenes where he's like, yeah, shoot him in the face. (laughs) That could have ended badly. (laughs) I feel like we could have started with like uh, an X-Acto knife and just been like, will this cut me and work our way up? Would have been my move, I think. Not There's a like, lot better oh, ways to manage this superhero program. I wonder if I can breathe underwater. Take me to the depths of the ocean and release me. Let's see what happens. Yeah. 
See what happens. I'm curious. <laughs> Try a bet. Not, let's not worry about a bathtub or a sink or anything. Weigh me down, throw me in the ocean, and if I... We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, wizard bad. Uh, anything else we wanted to mention about Shazam? No. F- real I fun think, movie, though. Yeah, and I think, like, all of the things that Shazam does, like this kid does, that it's like, oh, you know, he's not embracing his role. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Anytime yeah, oh. he did something wrong, I was like, oh, for sure. For sure. Never give a 14-year-old power and don't tell them how any of it works and all that kind of stuff. That's insane. Yeah, it's wild, absolutely. and it, it it just doesn't... Uh, at no point was I like, this kid's got to get it together. <laughs> like, I was like, no, just let him work through it. If he gets there, good for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that laughs> if he exactly doesn't, it. that's fine. He's 14. I was going to say off the top of the podcast, by the way, everybody, we are not here to shit on orphan kids. <laughs> Like, like if you came yeah. here with the like, are they gonna go after the orphan kids? No, no, no the, fo- the foster children uh, are great, wonderful, yeah. all wonderful phenomenal, all makes sense. It works out. You get every move. Um, <laughs> the t- I will okay. Sorry, um, to mention just one, well, two uh, technically major side villains that are indefensible are the school bullies. I'm yeah. like, you guys are like uncut bully like straight to the face <laughs> stick it right in my vein like you they spit on a baby <laughs> i'll tell you what that wizard probably looked at that baby afterwards and was like well you're no longer pure of heart look at this well this baby's got spit all over it <laughs> can't handle this baby yeah uh, i those kids they <laughs> They hit a kid with their truck. And then beat him up for it. And then beat him up for it. That was like the one time that woman hit me with her car, rolled down her window, was like, you okay? (laughs) 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 Only a thousand times worse somehow. Yeah. Oh, they're they're pure shit for sure. Uh, yeah, but I think uh, it's uh, we've come to the point to give our definitive rankings of how good the villain is. Uh, I'll go first. So I have the uh, magic word scale. So in order of Shazam, uh, <laughs> the magic word scale. Uh, so on a scale of abracadabra to presto changeo, I am going to give Thaddeus Savannah a hocus pocus. And I'm not going to tell you why. Spend the rest of your life figuring out for yourself, you unworthy failure of a human. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, I'm also I, I'm ranking our main villain. Um, I'm doing it on the wedgie scale, the the classic wedgie. So I've got uh, from the classic wedgie to this is something I didn't know existed. It's called a messy wedgie, which is where you stick something down their pants first <laughs> to oh. make it messy, which is disgusting and very evil. Um, I'm going to give the doctor a trash can wedgie, which is where you stick the wedgie on the side of the handle and then dump them in. Um, apparently again, had to look it up. (laughs) You can find lists of wedgies places on the internet. Anyway, um, because, uh, you're, you're wrong and bad for what you've done, but the trash can told you to do it. So I understand. (laughs) That's my point. 
Very nice. And uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, where we describe people who have inspired or disappointed us in our personal lives, a couple ways that you guys can help out the podcast. Uh, so first of all, uh, we, we have a merch store, guys. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, VWRstore.fromsuperheroes.com. That'll take you to TeePublic. We've got a whole bunch of designs, uh, funny stuff from the podcast um, that you can get on pretty much anything, mugs, t-shirts, whatever. And uh, also... Uh, this is coming out at the end of February, so keep an eye on that store for March because uh, we're going to have some new designs in there uh, that I think are going to be really, really cool. So make sure you check that out. And uh, if if there is some weird phrase or something you want to see on uh, merchandise, or if you just have a suggestion for a, a movie or just want to let us know uh, what you think of the podcast, you can get in touch with us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Villain was right at on uh, sorry villain was right on facebook villain was right at gmail.com is our email probably the easiest to track way to get a hold of us uh yeah so you can check it out get in touch with us and uh as well if you maybe have a couple bucks to support the podcast you can hit us up on patreon the only reason why I sound smooth right now is because of Patreon. <laughs> um, guys, if you yeah, if you want to throw us a go, hey, you you want to throw us a buck? That's awesome! Thank you so much. Do that. We love you for it. Um, if you want bonus content, you want more voting rights, um, get in there. We've got great content. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/villainwasright. Hit us up there. I mean. Are, like we say it every week, the the extra bonus episodes they're they're loose and they're anything you want. <laughs> this this month somebody said, hey, we we want you to talk about Expendables. Oh, we're doing it, baby. We're doing it, and we're doing it in style. So if you want to hear any of that extra content, hit us up on Patreon. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got for us, Craig? Yeah, so I got a bit of a, a, a pop culture one here. This is a villain, and uh, I may have mentioned before how much I was enjoying the TV show The Expanse uh, sci-fi uh, show, and uh, season five just ended, and so I'm going to give a quick spoiler alert here, so I'm going to talk about how season five here, so if you haven't finished it, just skip give this an old skip. <laughs> give us an old skip. Uh, wait until you hear Rebecca's voice again. Uh, yeah. So season five is kind of my villain of the week. Season five of The Expanse. And here's why. So a few things just did not work about this season for me. So the first of all was the entire season, the core cast was separate. So there's the four people who you're used to seeing working on a ship together and the entire season, they had different adventures. They were never in the same scene together, or hardly ever, right? And I hate it when shows do that, where they're I like, by the way... it's like an acting thing, like, do all these actors hate each other now? And right? we're trying to, you know, get over that? Exactly, but the reason that I like the show is because I like to see these characters interact and how they solve problems and all the rest. So that's like, that was the first one, and... and this was exemplified by one big problem. So Naomi, one of the main characters, at a certain point she escapes captivity somewhere and finds herself alone in a spaceship, at which point she is doing all these technical things to try and get in contact with people and warn them about danger, right? But it's just her alone in a spaceship doing things and at no point verbally describes what she's trying to do. She's just like tapping things and like marking things and like seeing things and you can tell she's getting ideas but there's no explanation of what she's actually trying to do until it works 
And then another character in a different ship or something receives the message and we figure out what she's trying to do. And there's a way that you can do that, but it makes the whole point of watching her do things very, very boring, right? Where it's like, oh, she's smart and she figured it out and she found a way around it, but I didn't know what she was doing the whole time or why she was frustrated at this point or happy at this point or exhausted, like, or what she was, what goal she was trying to accomplish. At no point was that ever verbalized so I could do it. And I don't know how spaceships in this universe work. So I'm not like, oh yeah, she's rerouting this circuit to do this. She's just like hacking away at something. So that was very dissatisfying. There was another scene where it's like, all of a sudden there's spaceships that like, in a big battle turn against each other. And, but I didn't, at no point did they do a good enough job of explaining who's on what ship and make you be able to recognize the ships by looking at them. So all of a sudden they just cut to ships fighting each other in outer space. And you're like, whose ships are those? Who's turning against who? And it turns out that there are people on different ships that I thought were always on the same ship. Like, you know, it's, it's, so it's very confusing because they haven't like laid it out well. And the ultimate version of this. So once again, this is a huge spoiler. One of the main four cast members, main characters of the show dies. And he dies trying to rescue another main character, but it's not dramatic or anything. It's just, he dies of a stroke during the rescue. And I didn't even know that he, yeah. So, so, so t- in oh, fairness sorry. to the, no. <laughs> that's, that's, I will say that is a wild. Right. So, so plot in, point in sci-fi. So it, it, to their credit, they have, a, they have established previously in the show that like, because they're pulling these high G maneuvers and they're like accelerating really fast that they have to take drugs in order to stop like hemorrhaging to the brain and stuff like that. Right. Okay. So like, that's in canon but the way so like the idea was that he was maneuvering so hard that he basically passed out and and got a stroke because he got a blood clot or whatever right but the way that they do it is they just cut to him sitting in his seat motionless with blood coming out of his nose and like that's it that's all we get for him dying i didn't even realize that he died until like two or three scenes later, someone's talking about how his widow is going to handle the funeral. And I'm oh, like, that's okay. not, yeah. that's not a dramatic way. Like, it's not like we saw him like struggling against it and then passing out and then somebody trying to revive him. And it's like, Oh, he gave up. Like, it's just like a shot of him dead in a seat. And then like two scenes later, like, by the way, he died. And I was just like, that's a main character of this show. And that's how you off them. It was so unsatisfying. Yeah. Uh, and I feel yeah. you. That feels like you've been like robbed of, you know, emotional labor. Like not labor, but you know what I mean? You feel like you've spent a lot of emotional time and feelings on something. And you're like, you're not even going to reward me for that. I had to rewind to be like, wait, he died. What did ah. I miss? Like, that's never a good thing when it's your main character. Right. Uh, so, yeah, for all those reasons, I mean, it kind of ended in like a nice cliffhanger where I'm interested to see where it goes. So I will watch the sixth and final season. <laughs> so it wasn't like just, Game of Thrones season eight bad. Where no, like, but like if I hope that they bring it back and like it's a little more satisfying, but I just didn't find season five as good as the, the previous season. So that's my villain of the week. Yeah. All right. Well, mine is about like content as well, but I'm a hero. So I'm, hey. uh, I'm on the opposite side the, uh, this week. 
Um, so my hero of the week, and this is going to sound real, because I think I might have brought it up uh, before in this podcast. And I do believe, if I can remember correctly, I think a listener recommended this uh, video game to me originally, which was like when it, uh, this was like, I don't know, like a year ago, two years ago, maybe. Um, somebody recommended that I download Stardew Valley. And... Stardew Valley and uh, more, more specifically Concerned Ape, which is the, um, I guess, the covering name of the... Because I, I do believe there's really only, like, one main guy really chugging along, and then he's kind of got some workers with him for Stardew. But this company and this guy, they keep putting out, like, a new update, and they just put out a new update. Um, I've been, like, dying for it. I've been waiting for it. I've been one of these, like crazy people that check his Twitter every day to make sure to see if the update has come to the switch yet, because there's like a, there's a lag, there's a delay between releasing the new PC version and then the console ones and the console ones have to go through like an approval process. So even if you've sent it in weeks ago, it could take, you know what I mean? It could take for whatever. And they, and it just got through like a couple days ago and buddy, I just got to say, man, the, dollar per hour value i have put into this game shocking like i've never had a game cost me so little and me spend so much time on it i mean hades is uh, hades is on the come up it's it's on the come up but still the amount of time i've started i've spent playing this game and also the amount of free content just putting it like there's no additional money. This isn't like you have to buy something else. You've already purchased the game. You've already given us some money. You get rewarded for that. Here's the update and like a newer kind of shinier version of this where you get like a, you can have a beach property now and like it's still your basic game, but there's so many new add-ins to it that you just feel like you can replay it all the way through. And that's some hero shit to me, man. You're putting out new content. You know the people love it. I don't have to pay any more money. This game is so baby soft. It is pandemic <laughs> certified, baby. It is perfect for just put your feet up. Don't think about anything. Plug along at this fun little game. Hero of the Week. I fucking love it. <laughs> is that a game you play, Craig? I can't remember. Yeah, I, I downloaded that. it because you said you liked it. I played it for a good little while and then just kind of lost interest. But maybe it's worth uh, going back to. Yeah. Now that oh, why not? Play. Especially if you've only done one playthrough. Like, admittedly, I have done a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I've started a few farms. I have time. And this is what I like to use to settle myself and be like, everything's fine in the world. Just play a little Stardew. Play a little Stardew. Play maybe a little Animal Crossing. Watch Bob's Burgers. Be calm. <laughs> <laughs> Be calm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for me. Uh, where can people follow you, Craig? Yeah, you can follow me at Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook and Twitter. And as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Twitter, Instagram, hit me up. R-E-E-D-S. So that's been us from The Villain Was Right. Uh, check out next week for another exciting episode. Um, and as always, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you to never tell a child they're not pure of heart. <laughs> <laughs>